Then we took home like 480,000. So you and, went from effectively like 60 grand to 480. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like that. Like, what, do I, what do I do with this? Right? <laughs> That's so funny. That's such a huge jump. What's up, Jared? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> busted. Got you yeah, good. You caught me at awkward time there. <laughs> <laughs> that was my goal, right? It's always my goal. What kind of face can I get Jared to make? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, sealed the deal. Ka-ching. What's going on, dude? Uh, nothing. Just hanging out, chilling. How's the like villain? I got this cool new light. I saw your I know, I lights that. in the corner, and I was like, "Man, I got yeah, a to... light." <laughs> yeah, and you did it. I like how you did it underneath. That's cool. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't put my light up there because I forgot. Because I was doing a bunch of other stuff. Oh man, I'm disappointed. <sighs> I know. I can feel the disappointment from here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've been working on my van. Mm, nice. It's cool. It literally. I've been cutting in windows right now. It's mm -hmm. sitting with two, the back doors. There's just two giant holes where the windows are going to go. <laughs> do you, so do you, you don't drive it around, do you? No, 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 no. Hopefully it doesn't rain though. I could drive, I could probably drive around with those holes in the back, but sure. But I why would you? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. No. Yeah, man. That's exciting. Do you know where you and, uh, where you guys are going to go first once you get it all fitted out? Um, nope. No oh, idea. Cool. I guess you go anywhere. Yeah, it's kind of a cool way to travel because, like, you know, we've done lots of traveling both ways. We've traveled and stayed in hotels. We've traveled and stayed in Airbnbs. We've traveled to like cool destinations to do stuff, and we've traveled around in our van because mm -hmm. we had we had a van previously, mm -hmm. and it's just a fun way to go. Because like when you're and we tra we've road tripped without a van as well. Sure, and that's lame. I hate that. But what do you mean? Like, so when you did that, what did you do? Just drove in your car or what? Yeah, drove in our truck and uh, you know, oh, just sure. drove all day, stop at night, or maybe stop during the day sometimes, and then get a hotel or go out to eat or something. The yeah. cool part about having a van is that you can make coffee while you drive. You can, you have a yeah. fridge and a mm -hmm. way to cook. So you can go to grocery stores and get your own food and cook mm. your own food which I prefer and you're not stuck like having to eat out or find a good restaurant or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So just, you have way more freedom. Yeah. And it's better than like pulling over to a camp spot, setting your camp stove up. Yeah. Cause you're cooking in that way. Of, yeah. Getting stuff out of the cooler. Yeah. It's really nice to have a fridge. That's just a fridge instead yep. of a cooler that you got to oh, yeah. ice and the wet and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And then like no. when you're road tripping, biggest struggle, coffee. When you're staying yeah, just, at a hotel, it's coffee. Yeah, right? it's crap coffee that you got to get or gas yeah. station. Like, yeah, it's like late and you just want to push for another yep. couple hours and you want to go crappy gas station coffee. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep. And as you start to get down to the south, like we drove from Montana to Florida when we mm -hmm. came here, we bought a mm -hmm. truck in Montana and drove it down to Florida. Mm -hmm. The coffee situation, <laughs> once you get like past Colorado, it's like nobody has good coffee anymore. Yeah, sure. It just disappears. Yep. It's funny. It's like, because we I grew up on like, I don't know, Alaskan coffee. It's like mm -hmm. man coffee, you know? Which is the coffee that we we needed to survive. It's dark yeah. and it's we like work hard. Dark, strong coffee. Yeah. And then you yeah. get down here and it's like, what is this? Like, how many shots did you put in this? And you're like, oh, one. And it's like, like this is a 16 ounce. Like, why <laughs> did you give me like, what did you do this for? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. It's kind of weird, would, like how there's just this shift, like all of a sudden in the coffees. Yeah, huh? 
I noticed that like when I get down into the States, I always have to make sure that the barista, I'm like, so I want a 12 ounce. How many shots are you going to put in that? They're like, oh, we do one. I was like, I need an extra. And they're like, oh, okay. Dude, I'm I was like, going yeah. four shot in a 16. Uh, I used to, but ever since I was trying to cut back, I don't like to tip into that far. Mm. I just, if I'm going to have a coffee, it better be a good one. It's got to lean into it. Yeah, let's go four that. shots. Four shots. Four. I used to I used to drink a ton of coffee. Like, you've known me when I've drinking a lot of coffee. I drank uh-huh. more coffee back in the day, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I'd wake up, we'd work for an hour, and then we'd go to the coffee shot, and I'd get just four shots of espresso, work uh-huh. a couple hours, and I'd go get four more shots of espresso. And then I'd work a couple hours and go home, and on my way home, I'd get another quad shot oh, every God. day. Yeah, That's every day. And then I cold turkey quitting coffee because Ayla needed, she was like, oh, I'm going to quit coffee. I was like, I'll support you. And I cold turkeyed that, and it was, it was <laughs> brutal. Dude, I was just like, <laughs> just like dude, that's a lot of money in coffee. Well, here's the thing. My coworker would pay for it because he, uh, he had a passive income stream, um, which we won't talk about on the air. But uh, he just had a lot of money. And so he's like, yo, man, I got you. I got you. I was like, sure, dude. So every day he'd buy me. Yeah, he was a very very good friend. For a while, I would buy him coffees. I bought him coffees for like three or four months straight. And then he bought me coffees for three or four years after that. Oh, nice. Pastries, whatever. Yeah, it's a good setup. Yeah. (laughs) Good friends. Good friends. Yeah. I bought a lot of friends who buy me a lot of coffee. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to travel, I think a van. A van's a good way to go. You gonna drive your van up so I can drive it down? No, definitely oh, not. Come on, man. Come on. Nope. It's just a week. Dude, I've made that trip twice and I do not want to do that again. Like you like coming down is okay, but the second you turn around, you have to go through Canada again. You're like, oh my gosh. Because like, <laughs> you're in Canada. I mean, I'm a we're bad road trippers. So I'm just gonna start it with that. So we're in Canada for like a week. Uh, and and Canada, yeah. when you drive through Canada, like we went through through Washington and through mm. Montana, mm-hmm. and there's just not much there. Yeah, like the scenery is beautiful, but it's a lot like scenery in Alaska. Sure. Yep. But not quite as cool. So yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're from Alaska, it's like eh, okay, it's just more of the same, right? Yep. If you're from yeah. the states, it'd be cool. It'd be a lot cooler. Yeah. And the route we're going. Um... When I, I can't remember which route we took when I drove up. Probably the one that you mentioned going through the west side of the country and like up through Washington. But mm-hmm. this one is we're going like straight middle through Canada, popping out in North Dakota. Yeah. And yep. I haven't done that one before, over. but man, yeah, I get to go through like most of Canada and then yep. through the most boring country in America. Dude, Just... you should stop in Kamloops and see uh, John Stutt. I think he's I think he's west. Like I think we go east and he's down yeah. west. Kamloops. Kamloops is you go across this way and then you go down. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going down into Washington or Montana, you go through Kamloops. Yep. Yeah. I looked at it because he's he was always like, Yeah, when you come through, like stop by, say hi. It's like, dude, I will if I could. And Kamloops is gorgeous. I mean, it's yeah, it's Kamloops a, is gorgeous. And I can't remember there's place. another place. There's uh Prince George. And I believe that's north of Kamloops. I don't really know for sure. That's mm-hmm. another pretty cool place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm also bringing my dog and my cat in the truck. So, in like you're my... going to drive a U haul truck? No, my personal truck and we're going to pull a trailer. 
Gotcha. Yeah, no, dude. Can you imagine like a U-Haul cab with me, my dad, my cat, my dog? My dad would be like, I ain't going. No. <laughs> You're on your own, dude. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Sorry, son. Sorry. I don't I love you. Yeah. But not that much. <laughs> not that much. Nobody loves anybody this much. <laughs> like, no. Have fun. Enjoy that. Yep. But cat sits on your lap. Dog sits on your lap. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got like a back seat though. Yeah, and my truck has got a big back seat back there, yeah. so I can fold it up, and then they have like a lot of space to just sit. Yeah, so cool. But I think it's better than Ayla taking a cat for thirteen hours and then on an like, airplane. Yeah, yeah, sad. yeah. So whatever. I think it's the the lesser of two evils, as they say. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, now that we've discussed our lives, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have one question for you. Okay. How much money you make, dude? Oh, dude. I make not enough. Oh. I well, can, how you can come? always make more, right? That is true. Well, okay. So how did you uh how did you arrive to that, right? Like cuz I think a lot of us go into business thinking we have this number and once we achieve this number, mm -hmm. we'll be good. I mean, I know I did. Like we've had conversation 5 years ago. It's like, "Jared, once I get to like, you know, 150k, that's all I need." Yeah. Like, I'll be good. And then I get there and I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> cool. I need more. <laughs> yeah. What, well, you need to make more yeah. money now. Cause yeah, and it's not really like my life's changed. It's just my perspective on money has changed. Yeah. But like you get to a point for me where you're like, Oh, you make enough money to cover all your costs without really thinking about it. And then you're like, okay, well I could make more money and probably do more things. Yeah. Or have more energy to move around. And like, why stop at this? It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, it was real similar for me. I started, I don't know. I used to make like 80 grand a year mm -hmm. and we lived off that for 80 to a hundred, somewhere in there. We lived mm -hmm. off that for, oh man, a long time, long, long time. And that was, that was when you were just yourself in your plumbing business or that was just nope. when you were working for other folks? Just me and myself, just working for other folks pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anytime I started my plumbing business, like the first couple of times, at the end of the year, I made like $66,000 first year, I think. Yeah. And I was hot. I was busy. Yeah. It's not like I was just goofing off, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just didn't know how to charge at the time. So, yeah. And I thought like, oh man, I'm billing all this money. You know, I'm billing out thousands here and thousands there and thousands It's all there. going right to my bank account. Yeah. And then at the end of the month, I'd have no money. It's like I was in this constant money chasing cycle and then- mm -hmm the end of the year i'd get my p l which i didn't even look at my p l back then monthly i looked at the end of the year I, <laughs> yeah, I just my you know i'd get my yeah. tax return and i'd be like i only made sixty six thousand dollars yeah and then you'd go look yeah. at your p l yeah yeah and i mean i made sixty six thousand dollars but you know company paid for my gas company paid sure. for my cell phone you know there was some expenses living sure. expenses that the company paid for mm -hmm. but um you know, just you could probably say at the end of the day, I made the same take home mm -hmm. pay working yeah. for myself as I did working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But then I had no benefits. Right. So no your parents, nobody putting in retirement. Yeah. Did, did not pencil. It did not pencil. Mm -hmm. It was in the beginning, it was more free. You know, I felt freer. Right. Like right. I had the freedom to do my own thing. But, you know, that the second you start getting busy, that goes away. Yep. 
And then that's why I quit more mm-hmm. than once, right? Mm-hmm. I was did that too many times, like way too many times. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then like, so you know, I started like 80 grand, and then my wife got a job um being a teacher, which was cool. So that mm-hmm. added like another 50 grand to our revenue or to mm-hmm. our income. And so that put us at like 130 mm-hmm. consistently every year. And that was pretty cool because like consistently making 130, we could save some money. We always lived right. really kind of well below our means, you know, mm-hmm. so we had a small house, mm-hmm. no ton, you know, cars were all paid off, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You didn't have any big screen TVs, surprisingly enough. No. Back was, when they were expensive too. Yeah. I was always of in the camp of like, let's live as simply as we can so that we can have money left over and yeah. we'll get freedom in that manner. Mm-hmm. And I kind of learned like, I did. I tried that for a lot of years, but at the end of the day, I don't think it really works. I think it works for mm-hmm. some people. Mm-hmm. For me, it didn't work. It was like I was limited, right, by mm-hmm. this idea that I had that I had to live as simply as possible. I only owned like one pair of pants and two T-shirts, and and I just kept everything super minimal and super simple, mm-hmm. so that my expenses were super low, so that I didn't have to work a ton or go make a ton of money. Mm. but then I couldn't go do anything because sure. I didn't have any money. So did you, did you ever find yourself in the position where it's like you and Crystal would get excited to go do something, but then you'd be like, you know what? We probably shouldn't, or we probably, or we can't even. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, we did make some stuff happen. Like I was able to convert a camper van, convert a van into a camper van. And we went right. on a two month road trip and, mm-hmm. And we were able to save up some money and and build our tiny house that we had. Yeah, um, true. So, I mean, we we probably did pretty well, but there's other stuff that we would have liked to have done that mm. that we didn't do, right? And it, did you ever did you ever then, feel like you were just you were just capped, like you were just capped because oh, yeah. of sort of that mentality? Like you're like, well, this is as much as we can do because yeah, we only have so yeah. much left over of the savings that yeah. we have or the pie that and we I, have. And that right there, that feeling of like, Mm. I've reached the pinnacle. This is the top. This is all I get. That is depressing to me. Sure. Yeah, sure. Like once I felt like I like, once I had a job and I was making the max income in that job and then Christelle was working and I'd built my own house and my cars were paid off and it was just like, this is it. This is, <laughs> I did all the like, right things. Like I Dave like, Ramsey the heck out of this. Right? But I'm yeah. only 30 years old. I've won, and, I guess. Yeah. To me, that's totally depressing. So to then go from there to, so Christelle was working 130K a year. That was cool. Um, you know, we were living pretty good then. I think you mm-hmm. can live well on like 150. Mm-hmm. I think when yeah. you start making 200K, that's when you're like, you can start pulling money, you know, decent sized chunks of money aside and reinvesting mm-hmm. it in things to make more money. Yep. Um, yeah. Then I started my plumbing business and, you know, for the third time, third or fourth, I don't even remember, basically started prospector. And, you know, at the, in the beginning, I didn't make any more money. I, mean, I was making less money because, right. well, I was just dumping it all into my business. And we basically mm-hmm. did that for like two years straight just dumped it took, all in oh interesting yep. oh. lived off of chris Dill's income basically 
she had gotten a couple raises. She was making about 60,000. And mm -hmm. so we lived off 60,000 for that two years, basically, mm. and dumped all the money the company made back into the business, which in hindsight, looking at it now, in the beginning of my business, I still wasn't charging enough because I just couldn't in my brain. Yeah. Like I could not get over that pricing hump. Yeah. Like I see guys today that we coach and they're like, I'm 400, I'm 450, I'm 500. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's freaking rad. Yeah. You're all, you're already there, man. Like good job pushing through like the brain trash. For some yeah. reason that brain trash was so strong in my head. So like I started like my first real price jump was to like 260. I think it was 259 on the dot. And that was like major hard to push through in my head. And mm -hmm. in reality, like I was able to put away a bunch of money. I worked for like three or four months and put away like 80 grand. Mm -hmm. But had I been charging 400 like I should have been, mm. I could have I could have put away a lot more. Yeah. Right. Yep. So then I took that 80 grand and I literally reinvested like every last penny of it back into the business, mm. buying vans, hiring guys, getting vans wrapped, doing marketing, all that mm. stuff. And I watched that bank account go down to like <laughs> 10 grand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was super spooky. And really then I was like, I got to raise my, I got to raise my rates. Yeah. Or I'm not going to make it. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Like the necessity of it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you know, two years basically lived off 60 and then, and then I think like, you know, when we stopped investing in the business, then we had some tweaks to make in the business to really make it super profitable. So like the first year we took home, not the first year, but the first year we actually made money. Right. Um, we probably made money for like the second half of the year. We mm -hmm. took home like 480,000 and mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah, like sure. We so got done tweaking. Oh, yeah, interesting. In like the middle of the year, we finally mm -hmm. tweaked this thing to where I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, I think this is where we're going to need to be need to be to make profit margins." Mm -hmm. And then we took home like four hundred eighty thousand. So you and went from effectively like sixty grand to four hundred eighty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like, like that. <laughs> what, do I, what do I do with this? Right? <laughs> That's so funny. That's such a huge <laughs> jump. Like. Yeah. yeah, it was. And it was it yeah. was super weird because it was all of a sudden. Yep. Like Christelle quit her job. Mm -hmm. Prospector started paying us uh ninety thousand a year, basically, regular mm -hmm. paycheck to make mm -hmm. ninety thousand a year. Mm -hmm. And then it took me about another two months to like start tweaking everything. And then it was like bam, <laughs> our bank account one month go up like a hundred grand. And I was like, yeah. like whoa. Like what it, was that? It works. <laughs> yeah. Like huh. the whole time you're building your plumbing business, at least me, I was thinking like, is this really going to work? Like, yeah, this is a lot of work. Is this yeah. When really does it, worth it, when does it come back? Yeah. Yeah. So, and like you said, like I, for two years, I wrote in my journal that my plumbing business made me a million dollars a year. Yeah. I wrote it every single day, every mm -hmm. single morning. Mm -hmm. I would write prospector plumbing and heating profits one million dollars a year mm -hmm. and i just hit that as as of like last week oh nice yep so if i That's go awesome. back and look last 365 then it's like one million it's just over one million and mm -hmm. what's super crazy is it's already up to it's already almost to one million two hundred thousand just oh, a wow. week later 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So like, I think 2022, we ended the year at, um, a total income of, I think we were right around 800,000. Well, eight or nine. And then I think, uh, you know, last 365, we've been over a million and I see no reason why it's going to slow down. So like 2023, we'll probably make just off our plumbing business. I'm guessing we'll probably make about 1.2, 1.3 million. And that's, and that's your take home. That's, that's company profit. Mm -hmm. Um, plus I still get paid 90 grand a year. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and the company has plenty of money in its right. bank accounts to cash mm-hmm. flow. Like basically we took that 480,000 we made that, that mm-hmm. in 2021 mm-hmm. and we just left it in the company. Sure. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah, what is that going to, what am I going to do with that in this moment? That's really going to be profitable. Well, now I have a rainy day fund, right? If something yeah, happens sure. like mm-hmm. your Facebook account gets hacked and they yep. spend yeah. 60 grand or 58,000. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah. So we always keep like, you know, we keep between five and 600,000 in there. Yeah. Cool, man. That's then, a great position to be. Cause that's a nice, healthy rainy day fund. Yeah. And it's good. Like if I lose a guy or two and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, breaking even for a few months and then I get another guy in and I'm like, it's all right. There's hmm. no worries. I'm not worried hmm. about it. Right. A lot would have to go wrong now for that thing to die. Yeah, sure. So, and not that I'm like, I don't want to be arrogant and say that it won't die. Like I know a lot of people say like your business is only 90 days away from death. Like any right. business could go away in 90 days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we keep a pretty close eye on things right. weekly. And, right. but I think we would be able to catch it and we have plenty of, you know, money set aside to go. Okay. Let's figure this out. Spend some money here, tweak some things, mm, sure. not die. And then yeah. we'll, then we'll recoup our funds if we have to. Yeah, gotcha. I know a lot of people like say you shouldn't keep a ton of cash. Like if you listen to Grant Cardone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think you should do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, sure. Like if I'm if like Prospector, it can run off a hundred thousand dollars of cash flow every month. Mm-hmm. So like we might do payroll and pay some expenses and some bonuses and junk, and we'll see our bank account dip a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So we could technically probably have like 150,000 in there and it would be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But man, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah. Cause you would just know that if something were to be unexpected tomorrow, yeah, yeah. that would, you just wouldn't it have would, it in there to cover it. It would freak me out. Yeah. So I'd rather keep a little more cash in there and just have that peace of mind. Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's, do you think you also, cause like you have the peace of mind, but as far as prospector is concerned, there is no like huge path to growth in your market. Where like no. maybe if you're in a different market, all that money sitting there, you could really reinvest, continue to reinvest that in the company to grow it, right? Yeah, you could. And you would have to, right? Right. You would have to reinvest it to a point that makes sense. Yes. Like as you grow, you gain margin in your mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But then at some point in time, you start getting big enough to where you have to add mm-hmm. managers and then you lose margin. And then you lose margin, right? So mm-hmm. then you need to scale a little more so you gain mm-hmm. that margin back. Mm-hmm. And because that's like when you gain margin, you lose risk, right? Yes. yes. And so you just need to find that spot where you have like, it's right before, like where you have maximum margin, 
and it's right before you need to add these other things in. Yep. yep. So that's where you want to sit. You just want to sit right there. Mm -hmm. Cause then you can lose a little bit of margin and gain it mm -hmm. back, lose a little, gain it back. Right. And then you're at the, the least risky stage, but to engage in yeah. the next jump, now you're entering into risk again until yep. you get to that next plateau to where you can sort of camp. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. And like the first one there is probably, you know, if you've got four, if you've got four or five or six guys working with you, we'll just say five or six, right. Mm -hmm. And you're in the office acting as the general manager. Mm -hmm. You can make a lot of money, mm -hmm. like a lot. Um, probably yeah, not a sure. million dollars a year, but you could probably make five to 700,000 a year. Yeah. So, but the second you like add in a seventh guy, you, I mean, you could keep going, you could go all the way to 10 and still manage. But mm -hmm. if you want to get out of the business, then when you hit that seventh guy, you can afford to bring in a general manager. Okay. Right. But that general manager, you're going to have to pay him pretty well to get in there and do your thing. Right. Yep. Yep. And so that's kind of like break point number one. You, the general manager comes in and you lost some of your margin. Right. So then you really need to scale to 10 guys. Mm -hmm. You could scale to probably 10, 11, or 12. Mm -hmm. And you have maximum margin and mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. be hands off on the business. But then you start getting over that and you start having to bring in more management. Yeah. And then at some point in time, you got to bring management for the management. Yep. Right. And so you got to think about that when you're, when you're deciding how big you want to get. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it seems to me that because you reinvested so aggressively, mm -hmm. I think that is where a lot of your success came from because you didn't take a bigger paycheck and a bigger paycheck. You just said, I'll just take yeah. all this and dump it in. Like you live skinny, like in general to you, it was just the same, but you live skinny with what you could have lived. And then you yeah. just reinvested it back into the business. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Hadn't, had I not done that, it would have been more comfortable. Yeah. But it wouldn't have gone as fast. Yeah, and then you would still be sort of doing more plumbing business stuff than you yeah. are now. And I would get tired. Like, I was so tired of doing <laughs> that that I would have gave <laughs> yeah. up again. Yeah. So I knew in my head, I have just got to go balls to the wall to this thing until it's done. And I just kept my eye on the prize the whole mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. I got there. But I'll, I'll tell you this, like, honestly, I did not think that I could live 4,000 miles away, make a million dollars a year and have a plumbing business that runs without me hmm. in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I like my at first, I just wanted to get out of the truck. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, I'll be in the office. <laughs> I don't yeah. have to be a plumber anymore. Yeah. Like life will be good. But then I got in the office and it was like. I don't want to be in here either. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do with plumbing mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. or plumbing ever again. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, how do I get myself out of there? Right. Hmm. And uh, like, if you were to tell me three years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing today, it'd be, I would think you were absolutely crazy. Hmm. Absolutely. Which hmm. is cool. Yeah. That is cool. I mean, it's such a short amount of time. Yeah. I think we always think that things are going to take longer than they take. Um, yep. And sometimes they do, but when they don't, it's always like, wow, that's that all happened in that time frame. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, that's like weird. That. 
And like, once you do it once, like, so what's your perspective now on like time horizons where you've done something very successfully really quick. So how has that changed sort of like your outlook for the future and your future income potential? It's kind of like made me less patient mm. because <laughs> yeah, that went by so fast. Yeah. And it changed my world like astronomically. Right. Sure. Um, and so now I'm like, okay, let's do another one. And I've done a business before, so I should be able to do this one faster. Right. Yep. Sure. But then when, like we're a year in, like on take, like take Plum Social for example. Mm -hmm. I think from the time I had the idea to now, it's been a year. Mm -hmm. But man, there has been, I have had to do a lot of learning. Yeah, like there's yeah. this whole world out there that I didn't know existed. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> it's not where I wanted it to be, but it's it's doing good, and I think it'll do well in the future. Right. And I honestly, you give it three years, like we're only a year in, you give it two more years, it's going to be a good business. Yeah. In two years, I guarantee mm -hmm. it. So mm -hmm. I got to be, I got to learn to be more patient. Yeah. No, I feel that because you, you, it's funny because you taste success really quickly, but it's still not. And then you expect that, oh, I can just achieve that again at an even quicker rate. Uh -huh. And then when it doesn't happen, you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah. we should be there already. I'm better than this. I already <laughs> yeah, learned like, all the lessons. Like, yeah. I don't need to do this again. And then, yeah. Yep. But still, patience is still ever a virtue. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. But I will say, like, making a million dollars a year, I don't feel a whole lot different. That's probably good. Before. It's probably good because that means that you can probably act responsibly. Yeah. And like you always hear people say like, you know, I made a million dollars a year and then I realized a million dollars really isn't that much money. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's how I feel now. Hmm. Cause I, you know, we live off, we don't, I mean, I don't know. We still just pay ourselves 90,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And I have the freedom to go buy a van and turn it into a really nice camper van or, you know, right, sure. Go on vacation or whatever. <clears throat> we've been on a bunch, we've done a ton of traveling. Um, but for the most part, it's not that much different. Hmm. And, and what's so funny is like the million dollars a year, like I've already spent a lot of it. Right. Like I, I've probably spent, mm, I don't know, like we bought another house. There goes 230,000. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably spent 200,000 starting up Plum Social. Mm -hmm. um, we're our coaching program. I'm spending, mm -hmm. I think I'm spending, you know, $1,000 a week just on Instagram, just growing my Instagram account. Right. Yeah. So it goes mm -hmm. quick. Like yeah. if, if you were to just stop and say, okay, I'm good, I'm not going to do any more things, mm -hmm. then a million bucks probably feel like a lot more. But because right. I've chosen to take it and reinvest it into other businesses and other mm -hmm, things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't really feel like that much money. And so yeah. that's what I think that's where the like drive comes of like, okay, I need, I need to do more. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. like for me personally, the best part, even looking back at the plumbing business, the best part of the plumbing business is I was able to create opportunity for other people. Right. So like my, my general manager. Um, he makes really good money now, way more than he mm -hmm. would have if he stayed in his last job as a technician. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he's such a talented guy that to see him like be able to move into this new position and really like flourish and mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. more money, man, awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. best part. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I just want to keep doing that. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. keep creating new opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. I used to struggle with like, what makes you happy, you know? Sure. Like, what's the purpose of life? You know, mm-hmm. what actually makes you happy? That actually, for, like, legit makes me happy. Hmm. The extra money in the bank, I don't care. Yeah. Even even being able to go build my van, yeah, it's cool. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's not it's, it's not that cool. Right? It's something that you do when you're not working. Yeah. What what really makes me happy is being able to watch other people mm. have this opportunity to be able to go in and become a better person and more skilled at something mm, and really sure. just watch them thrive. Yeah. And then watch them be able to have a better family life and a better, mm-hmm. you know, just better all around. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm. That's sure. rad. Mm. I think that's a cool why, man. Like that's a cool why focusing yeah. on giving opportunities to other people. But the only way you can do that is because you've run your business as well. Yep. Yep. So far. So far. Uh, <laughs> only the future. Only the future. Time will tell. Yeah. Now the plan is to have, you know, I want to have lots of businesses mm-hmm. all making good money. I really like the model of my plumbing business because it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Yet it cranks out so much cash. Um, if I can do that twenty times, sure. then I'll be making twenty million a year, mm-hmm. right? And I'll provide twenty times the opportunity for mm-hmm. everybody else. And I mm-hmm. think once you get to that point, and it's, it just starts snowballing. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Right. And then you hit these businesses on accident that that you get them to a million, and it's like, oh, this business could do a lot. And, right. and, it, and then you got one business that's doing 10 million or one business that's doing 20 million because you mm-hmm. found a good one. Right. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's kind of what I want to do. I just want to keep yeah. going. Cool. Keep building them. Yeah. It'd be fun. Cool, man. Well, thanks for sharing all that, Jared. I appreciate it. It's helpful. You're welcome. Yeah. Guess what? I'll, uh, I'll see you next Wednesday <laughs> or <laughs> Monday or Friday. <laughs>